Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Billion Media to Consume Before You Die. Oscar edition. Where we talk about the best Oscar movies. Of all time? Of this year. Oh, because I could go all time. Maybe we should do that, too. Oh, we could go into the history and all that. All the snubs. Well, we are going to very specifically be talking about best picture, correct? Yes, let's do that. Or, wait, did you watch any more than Well, that? I've seen, I haven't even seen all the best pictures, technically. And when I say technically, I mean, I haven't seen two of them. Oh, okay, so. So that means only a part of it. Mm-hmm. But then I've seen some other ones. I have a list, alright? I have a, there's, I think there's 47 feature films that have been nominated for at least one Oscar this year. You know what hasn't been nominated? What? Uh, the Japanese film, Kimi no Nawa, which is Your Name. Which My is, Name? It's called Your Name. So my name, not, which is Dave. Not not my name. Oh, no, we forgot about that. And my name is Calvin. <laughs> and generally, we pitch to each other the things that we watched uh, this, our, this week, I guess. And then we decide where on the list it goes, depending on how well the uh, uh, media was sold to us. So should we just put Oscars 2017 on the list? Uh, if you want to think of it like that. <laughs> think of the nominations as a form of media. Because they did, they did produce a really boring, <laughs> like, five-minute special where they announced all. Like, somehow they took the... <clears throat> they took the idea of announcing the nominees, like they do every year, and somehow made it... Less climactic and less interesting. Oh. By just filming it beforehand. Or no, they filmed actors, like, introducing it. Like, oh, I remember when I was nominated for an Oscar. It was crazy. The nominees for Best Actress are... And then they have to fill it in with, like, a different announcer. Because, obviously, they didn't tape it in advance. Because they, they can't know what the nominees are. So it just is all... That sounds really boring. Yeah, it was really boring. <laughs> Usually they do it live, and there's at least, like, an audience of publicists and reporters. Yeah. So, like, someone will get, like, if there's a surprise, there'll be, like, some clapping or something. But this year it was all just kind of boring. All right. Hmm. Well, I'm just upset all that, right. that the uh, Japanese film didn't get... Nominated. Isn't the Red Turtle uh, a Japanese movie? Uh, I don't know. I, did, I actually didn't look into any more than uh, than seeing what didn't get nominated. I guess I didn't look into the Oscars and the nominations. See, that's what I want to see now. Nine films have been nominated for Best Picture. Oh, really? Can you name how many of the films? Can you name? All right. So. Let wait. Let me see if you've. Uh, I don't think you've seen any of them. I don't. I don't think so either. So, um, let's see. Manchester by the Sea, right? Yes. Something um, with monster in it or something. I don't know. Uh, no. No. Okay. Um, Are you thinking of that? Like when a monster calls or something? Yeah, something like that. 
That was nominated for nothing. That was not nominated? Okay. Um, trying to think of what would be Oscar Beatty types of films. Uh, like, I've talked about a couple of them on this, on yeah. this very podcast. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to remember them now that... Oh, man, I actually don't quite remember. Um, the Light Between the Oceans. Also nominated for nothing. Really? <laughs> I was actually expecting that one to be on there. Um, hmm. It's weird that that's like a typical Oscar movie that they don't nominate anymore. Like It's sort of like The English Patient. Like I feel like it might have peaked with that. Uh, how about... How about uh, or I guess Titanic, the big romance... Um, yeah how about um that one film about uh i just had it in my head but uh oh my gosh i'm trying to think of it mm. Hmm. <laughs> uh yeah the thing is that not very many movies came out that i went to go see that had to do with the uh, Oscar nominee stuff. How about um, Hell or High Water? Yep. Okay. Um, you got two. All right, two. Well, how do you know Manchester by the Sea? Because I kept hearing about it. So you've had to have heard about some of these other ones then. I, I did, but uh, the thing is that uh, remembering their titles is kind of difficult. Like the like Manchester by the Sea, the Light Between Oceans, and like those names, those titles are very interesting and memorable. Mm -hmm. And sometimes a lot of these other ones are one word titles. Yes, and that's why it's so difficult for me to remember anything. Uh... <laughs> oh boy, is there an animated film? No. No? Oh, Although so... Kubo did get... Uh, yeah, Kubo did get the animated film nomination. And and it got a Best Visual Effects nomination. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Um, I think, although I'm not quite sure if it's just stop motion or if there was other visual effects. Like if they had like CGI and that's yeah, what they're talking I, about. They did have CGI. I think it was the... Um... I, I remember there was some talk of it having CGI in it. Because honestly, I'm kind of unsure of... I think visual effects means just digital effects. Like, I don't think they don't even mean like practical stuff. Like I think that might be... Really? Because I think it means both. Because remember how that Tron thing, how that kind of started it all? The whole Tron is fake because it's visual effects but, i mean i think just for the academy awards like specifically that category is oh. digital effects which is weird because they don't have like best stunts like i feel like they should have best stunt work or best stunt coordinator yeah best stunt choreographer best choreography don't they don't they have that they have cinematography that's different but yeah. uh yeah choreography would be an interesting one uh yeah Trying to they have like production design, yeah, but that's which is it, art direction. Yeah, that's used, like they don't. I think it used to be called art direction, but then they switched to production design. Yeah, and it's about dresses and what. Well, that's costume design. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Okay. And then they have makeup and hairstyling, which uh, Suicide Squad is an Oscar nominee. Are they going to put that on the Blu-ray? 
<laughs> they should. <laughs> Nominated for the Oscars. I mean, or... it could win. Because I think it's that, Star Trek Beyond, and then a foreign film called, uh, a man called Ove? Ova? Is there, is there uh, foreign films in the main category? In the feature film? No. There's one in the actress, best actress, but... Uh, okay, so... Oh my gosh. Alright, I'll tell you one that oh, you'll never Just get. tell me the like, plots, then. How about that? Well, here's one. Have you ever... Have you heard of a movie? It's called Lion? No. Okay. See, so <laughs> that was nominated for Best Picture. Okay. <laughs> Alright, and then one... Uh, it's about uh, a young... Uh, Black man slash boys oh, yeah, like yep. <laughs> uh, another one is uh, it's a romance with uh, some songs in it. Oh, uh, it's the the dancing thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? Uh, some <laughs> with uh, Ryan Gosling. Yep. And, uh... <laughs> what, what was it called? <laughs> um, it was three words I remember mm-hmm. and. It's the two of them are the first two are the same, and it's not really a word. Uh. And it ends with land, and then the second word is la, and the first oh, word okay. is la. <laughs> yes, yes, okay, la la land. All right, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that one looked kind of interesting. Not, I don't know if I would be into it, but looks kind of interesting because it's a musical, and I'm mm-hmm. into that. But um, it's fun. It's but not good. the subject matter. I don't think I'm interested in the subject matter in particular. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it might. It has a chance to win the most Oscars of all time. What in really? History? Yeah. Really, more than Titanic slash um, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings slash the Return Ben of the Hur. Ben Hur. Yeah, in the fifties, it well, won that, eleven. It won the same amount. Oh. As Titanic and Lord of the Rings. Really? Yep. Uh, yeah, okay. Because La La Land, it's nominated for 14. Oh, wow. But it can only win 13 because it got two songs in for best song. So, unless those two songs tie and both win, <laughs> they can only get 13. They can have, you can do that now? What, tie? No, yeah, well, not not tie, but uh, have two nominations in the same song. Yeah, like Disney... It's just, it's basically only song, or I guess like acting. If you like, two people could be nominated for best supporting actor from the same movie. Oh well, no, they what? usually don't. Well, not not the same supporting, or not for the same movie. I mean, uh, well, in that case, for supporting actor, it'd be the actors. The same actor is nominated for two different roles. Well, that's happened too. That is. Right. Not, not. I don't think not in the same category though. Oh well, that's what I mean. In the but same like category. Jamie Foxx has gotten, he was he won Best Actor for Ray, and then was right. nominated for Best Supporting Actor in Collateral. Right. Well, what I mean is that you're nominated for Best Actor for two different films. Hmm. Is what I mean. So yeah, but uh, well, this is nominated for two songs from the same film. Right. Yeah, and. What, wasn't it Jimmy Fallon that was going to host it or something? Uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Fallon did the Golden Globes. Oh, uh, okay. Because I remember there was like the, the parody of uh, of 
this movie, mm. La La Land, the parody theme song. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and it already won the most globe, Golden Globes. It has the record now. Was it really that good, though? No. Okay. But sometimes it's just people like the idea of like a movie making history. Or a movie. And they like the idea of a movie winning a lot of Oscars. Like it's just And a movie about Hollywood. Yeah, and it just seems right. Like I think Slumdog Millionaire was the last one that won that but last best picture that won a lot cuz like Gravity won a lot of awards, but it didn't get best picture. Oh, did it? Gravity. 12 Years yeah. a Slave. 12 Years a Slave. Uh, well, the Owlman was interesting. was an interesting year. That was last year, right? Owlman? Oh, Birdman? Birdman. Sorry. I'm like, Owlman? Sorry, I, I, I got it wrong. But uh, yeah, Birdman, yeah, that one was interesting because that's a relatively different kind of movie mm -hmm. that would get the award. Yeah, that's probably... One of the one of the niches. weirdest, yeah. But then there's one. It's called Tom Jones. If people watch that, like that's a very odd pick for best picture. Like d describing it, it wouldn't be. But the way it's made is kind of like the way the the use of film techniques in it are kind yeah. of odd. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So how many? How many, we uh, we named three of them, right? Three or four of them, four of them, because of Five Lion, of them? Lion, uh, Manchester, uh, Moonlight, Moonlight, and La La Land. All right, then there's there's a war movie that Mel Gibson directed. Oh, okay, the um, the funny accents, uh, main character, uh, Hexaw Ridge. Yes, <laughs> the one that we both think is a terrible actor. I don't know if I'd say he's. <laughs> Because I haven't seen Silence yet, so maybe he's good in Silence. Maybe. I'm, I'm actually interested in watching Silence, but yeah, that's only because Michael Scorsese and... Martin Scorsese. Michael Scorsese and... <laughs> <laughs> not that I, I... You can call him Michael. I'm not... Yeah. I'm no fan of yeah. old Marty. Yeah. I am. I, I liked his last one, or the last one that I watched was... Um, the one with the lion in the shot. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was in it and has the the whole the wolf, thing. Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, the Wolf of Wall Street. Or has that really odd-looking CG tie, or lion walking through the uh, cubicles. <laughs> or it may be the CG cubicles. I don't know. Yeah, but... Uh, hmm. All right, so you have three left. I talked about one of them on the podcast. It's a science fiction movie. Star Trek. Amy Adams. Oh, that one? Really? Uh, Even though she got snubbed. Uh, what is it called? Mm. Starts with an A. Ends Arrival. with an L. <laughs> Arrival. Right, and there's two more. Uh, <clears throat> it's based on a Tony winning play. It stars um, oh, uh, Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington's thing? Oh, crap. That one... I actually don't know what it's called. I know it's what called you're talking about. Fences. Though. Yeah, Fences. I, I know what you're talking about, yes. And then the last one... Uh, women. NASA. Oh, yes. 
that was actually showing in our theater. Uh, we just decided not to watch it though. Um, or, or it was right before it was on, it was at our theater. Um, Oh, what was it? Uh, the something hidden woman or something like that? Hidden figures. Hidden figures. Which was funny at the Golden Globes. Several people called it hidden fences. Oh, are they just racists? Who I don't. Knows? I don't think that's racist, or, but it's just that sort of like uh, what, what was his name? The uh, John Travolta getting whatever Adele Dazim. Yeah, yeah getting her name wrong it's like that where they just kind of didn't read the script or something or the teleprompter or they just care so little about movies that there's it's hidden fences right that's what the movie's called yeah yeah and it's dumb yes what's dumb oh getting people's name wrong <laughs> yeah like you'd think you'd just learn like if i if i was ever a, like doing if you were announcing like an Academy Award or like a Golden Globe group, I would be freaking out of how like, did I say the name right? What 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 am I gonna have to say? Or yeah, just look at it and be like, okay, I know what to say now because I can read the word figure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's it, right? Those are the best picture nominees. Are. And I'm assuming those are the same nominees for um, for the best director, right? Yeah, five of those. Five of those. All right. <coughs> Let's see. Can those I name them from memory? It's... I don't. I don't quite understand why they have that second what? category. Best what, director? director. Yeah, because it's hard. Man... It's hard to understand. Like how how are you judging direction? Yeah, yeah it's. It's like, well, is it a good movie? Well, I know. Then, that's... then, okay, I guess we'll give it to the person who made the best movie then. <laughs> or it's, that movie looks like it would probably be hard to direct. Or it's, it's like, well. Yeah. I mean, did uh, Birdman, did did uh, Alfonso Cuaron or whatever or, his name uh, is? Alejandro Gonzalez Inarritu. Yeah. Did he, he won did... two in a row because he won for The Revenant last year too. Oh. But Spotlight won Best Picture. Okay. Spotlight, that sounds familiar. We saw it together in the movie theater. Spotlight. I'm trying to remember. Michael Keaton was in it. Oh, he yeah, right, right. Or, he, his movies have won twice in a row. Right, yeah, Spotlight. Okay, now I remember. Okay, because I was just trying to remember. I was thinking it was like some sort of theater thing, and <laughs> then I was like, oh, wait, no, it's the, it's the pedophilia thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think I described it before to someone uh basically because i was recommending it to them that it was batman and the hulk working together to take down pedophiles <laughs> <laughs> and that's honestly the best kind of description that you can have for a movie yeah and then, and then saber tooth helps him too and yeah yeah <laughs> and, and dr strange is love interest and oh yes yes yeah well i i never watched the wolverine thing so i don't really know about that he was good in it they'll, they'll never bring it back because they just i think that movie's definitely not in continuity anymore oh, i yeah. guess none of them are technically oh yeah except for the the prequel ones i guess yeah well it it's the ones with um with uh what's his name the director the one who directed singer yeah singer 
I think Singer has basically said these are my toys. But then, but he technically rewrote because I don't think like the first two would be different too, right? No, no, he did the he did the first two. But I'm saying Days of Future Past didn't yeah. that rewrite everything? Oh, I think it rewrote things to a point. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it rewrote things to a point because I think at the end of Days of Future Past, Wolverine was like, "Oh, everyone's here. Mm-hmm. Let the all gang is together, and there's even a third Wolverine movie, or a second one, or a fourth one. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, aren't all X Men movies Wolverine movies technically? Yeah, t- yeah." But, um, yeah, the last Wolverine movie is happening, and that's supposed to be in that continuity. Because so, it's, like, old. He's old. Yeah, and he buries, uh, spoilers, Picard. <laughs> 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 because if you can't tell in the trailer, yeah, Picard probably dies in the middle of it and then gets buried. <sighs> and how is he even still alive? Because he was old. Like, why is everyone else dead, but he's still alive? Because he has mind powers. And then uh, Siva Merchant's in it as, as, a, as a mutant. Oh. Yeah. But now, they're going to have Deadpool. Is Deadpool nominated? No, it didn't get any. Really? It, some people were thinking it could have gotten a Best Picture nomination. Because the Producers Guild of America mm-hmm. gave it in its top ten. Oh, really? And then also the WGA, the Writers Guild, nominated it. Oh, okay. Hmm. And the Golden Globes nominated it for Best Comedy. Yeah. Best Musical Comedy. Is there is there a Best Comedy in no. uh, Oscars? No? Yeah, that's kind of a... That's kind of dumb. That the Oscars just doesn't really consider comedy as... as but works. technically, with the expanded Best Picture field... They like, could do in that. theory, yeah. But they didn't. They don't. They just put more dramatic yeah, stuff. Yeah, because is it. there? I don't think any of them. None know. of them are funny. Yeah. There's a musical. There's a musical, but isn't that more so the serious kind of thing? It talks about serious subjects. I guess it's definitely the lightest of the nine. Yeah, yeah. it's the lightest, but. Only... Except I don't. I think Hidden Figures is probably. It's a positive movie, I'd say. I haven't seen it yet. That and Lion are the two I haven't seen. Yeah. I'm interested in watching Hidden Figures, but are is the nomination only there because they want to say we're not racist? Well, I mean, then they they also have Fences and Moonlight, and Moonlight. too. But but or sexist, I guess. Yeah. Cuz then I think still only one of the Best Actress nominees movies mm. are nominated for Best Picture. Okay. Only one? Yeah, only La La Land. Really? Okay. Because so... then there's Jackie. Oh, yes. And yes. Uh, Loving. No, I haven't heard of that one. And L. That's the, that's the foreign language one. Okay. Um, hmm. Directed by uh, Paul Verhoeven. From Robocop and Total Recall. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. And then uh, Florence Foster Jenkins with Meryl Streep. What? Not Collateral Beauty? Isn't that Meryl Streep? 
That's Helen Mirren. Oh, that's Helen Mirren. I'm sorry. <laughs> that Florence Foster Jenkins is the one where she's the bad opera singer. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, I remember that one now. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, she's also... It's also not a good performance, really. Okay. But she still got nominated over oh, other people. because it's Meryl Streep, right? Yeah. Because, uh, what, the Oscars really like um, giving a best actress to older people, or at least nominating or, older people. It's sort of, it's almost... Well, isn't it? It's almost an either or. Like, yeah. it's either the hot young ingenue yeah. or the older deserving actress. Like, there's no. Yeah, there's no in between. Like, yeah, in between. Well, somebody who's kind of well due for an Oscar or somebody who is young and we kind of want to see more of them. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. That's why Amy Adams is sort of stuck in the middle. Yeah. Like, she didn't get one when she came on the scene. Yeah. As, and now uh, she's too the, young to get the legacy award. As uh, the girl from, uh, what was it, the, the CW show, right? He's, we talked about this before. The C, she was in a CW episode of... Smallville? Yeah. She was also in an episode of Buffy a long time ago. Oh. And then she dies. I'm assuming. No. Oh, okay. I don't think anyone dies in that episode. All right. But she's like the mean cousin of one of the characters. Oh. Yeah. All right. So. And then speaking of ingenues, Emma Stone is probably going to win Best Actress for La La Land. Oh, right, right, yeah. Emma Stone. Mm. She was in the Spider-Man second boot. I know, I know. That's that's what I remember. And Birdman. That's what I remember her for. Uh, the Spider-Man second version and uh, the two boot, the the reboot. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's kind of clouded my views of her and her performance or her acting skills. Because oh man, I can't really get that out of my head. <laughs> Well, you know, she played uh, an Asian woman in that Aloha movie. Uh, do you remember that whole thing? I do remember that whole thing. That was... I, I remember hearing about it, and I just thought, yep, this is kind of part of the course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's terrible what happened, but it's just that... Yeah, this is kind of what normally happens, so... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say to that. It's just... Some people think that it's an issue that people are getting offended by it, but, you know, it kind of sucks when you see a role that's perfectly well for somebody else getting taken up by a completely different kind of person, so... Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it was like a fiction. Yeah. I think it was right. It wasn't based on a true story. I don't think so. But, uh, you know. So the person, and I think it was the writer director, right? It was like Cameron Crowe. Yeah. That made the decision or something like that. Also, like, he wrote the character. Yeah. To be that, and then didn't cast it that way. Yeah. It's like, uh, what was it? The Avatar, The Last Airbender thing? That was a terrible movie, but I'm just pointing this out. Like, 
Avatar Last Airbender, um, the re the new Ghost in the Shell, uh, uh, Dragon Ball, um, the, what was it, the poker movie with Kevin Spacey in it? Mm -hmm. That one had, that one replaced almost all of the uh, Asian characters in real life with white actors. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of the last samurai, but that's, but from what I remember, the last samurai is based on an actual French person that was learning under Japanese uh, samurai. So oh, we'll the, give that one a pass. This, the Great Wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the Great Wall. Yeah, it's just well. Well, that I think people still people don't are, really understand what that movie is. People are trying to defend it by saying that it's China that that decided uh, the who the main character is or that decided that they would want to hire Matt Damon as the lead role. And the, the, the point is, the thing is that outside of America, the what makes a blockbuster a blockbuster is that is the white person in the front of the poster. Okay, it's a blockbuster. That's really, that's, that's what the criteria is. Hmm. But I think people, when they heard that, like they think it's some sort of historical drama about the Great Wall. And it's, it's and it's like yeah. a monster movie. And they it, don't realize that it's like a stupid monster movie coming out in February. It's a stupid monster movie, yes. It's dumb. Andy Lau's in it though. He's a good actor. And a pretty good singer too. He was in that one movie where um uh <laughs> I don't remember what it was actually called, um, but he was in this one movie where he takes care of his nanny. It's a really good one. I don't. I, it's a Hong Kong film, and uh, thing that I remember is that Roger Ebert was very uh, much liking it. That film, so that's the la that's the only thing I remember about the West interacting with that movie. So, well, then he he liked a lot of films. He liked a lot of films. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? I'm trying to think, because best actor, I'm Tom. trying to think who the fifth person is. Because you got... Oh, no, I know who the fifth person is. Never mind. Because it's... So then four out of those five, their movies were nominated for best picture, too. Okay. So you got Ryan Gosling in La La Land. Right. Casey Affleck in Manchester by the Sea. Okay. Uh, Andrew Garfield in Hacksaw Ridge. Oh my uh, god! Oh my gosh! Denzel Washington offenses, and right. then uh, <clears throat> Viggo Mortensen in Captain Fantastic. Oh, really? A movie that uh, I'll get to, I guess, eventually. But yeah, I heard about it. I just don't. Is it a Wes Anderson movie? No, but the fact that you think that it is, I think, probably says a lot about it. <laughs> it does. That it's sort of that it's sort of a whimsy kind of. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, and I heard it was whimsy, and I I thought that uh, Wes Anderson directed something with the Fantastic in the in the Fantastic title. Mr. Fox. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, that's that's how I did that. <laughs> that's what my logic processes were doing. My magic circuits. But, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, uh, do you have anything for best score, or did you not pay attention to that? Yeah, I know what they are <laughs> I think see because I have the list of all the nominees okay. or no I have a list of all the movies that were nominated for something okay so 
I'm assuming that, I don't know, uh, best score soundtrack. Let's see something that has a good score and soundtrack. I know. Jackie and Lion were definitely nominated. Really? All right. Yep. And La La Land was. And Moonlight. Oh, right, right. Yeah, La La Land. All right. And then there was one, I think the other one was sort of a out of... Like left field choice. Oh, it was Passengers was the fifth one. And I think it was more because I think the composer is someone that like always gets nominated. Right. And they really like. But I don't think he's ever won. Okay. I think it's Thomas Newman, I want to say. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so... Then I'm trying to think of what's the... I think Suicide Squad's probably the least Oscar-y out of all the nominees. Also, that 13 Hours Benghazi movie got a sound, like, editing nomination. Oh, okay. Um, there was... And Trolls got a best song, because it's Justin Timberlake. Oh, okay. Well, there was, a uh... One of them. Uh, I forget what I was going to say, but, um, hmm. <laughs> Anything else that we can talk about in terms of nominations? Mm, I think just this year... Was the very... nominations were very predictable yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Like, there's always someone who doesn't get in. Yeah. Like, Amy Adams didn't get in, and Annette Benning didn't get in for the movie yeah, that and, she was up uh, for. Hawkeye didn't get in. But he was never going to get in. <laughs> right. Like, the supporting actor and actress was basically straight down the line, easily predictable. All right. Hmm. So I like in my predictions, I tried to predict some like surprises, but then you right. could have just gone with the yeah the most likely, and you would have gotten yeah pretty much everything right. So let's before we get into what the movies are, the ones that you watch, right? Uh, let's try to predict what the winners are going to be. Ooh. Well, or do you want to describe to me what every film that you watched was, and then I can get a better idea of, of which one's going to win? Sure. All right. So La La Land. Okay. The first one. It has the most nominations with 14. All right. And it's a musical. It's a love story. It's a love letter to old Hollywood. So when does it take place? Modern day. You said old Hollywood too, but it, but it's a love letter. Oh, okay. See, <laughs> that's just the cliche thing you say. It's a love. See, it's a love letter. Oh, okay. Like the artist is also a love letter to old Hollywood. Oh yeah, and remember how everyone talks about the artist nowadays? Hey, it won. I think it won at it least. It did. It did win. Yeah. Did it win five overall? It was, I think, the twenty eleven nominee, right? Or the 2011 Oscar? Yeah, because then... 
The King's Speech was before. It was 2010, right? Yes. And then Hurt Locker was before that. And that was the year when uh, Avatar came out. Yeah, and that was the first year they expanded to 10. Yeah. See, but now, because the first two years... That would be 2008, 2009. Oh, yeah. I think 2009. Yeah, 2010. It's probably 2009. It was English King's Speech. Yeah. And then... Yeah, 2011. 2011 was the artist. Artist, French film. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating how we just completely forgot about that movie. I mean, you completely forgot about Spotlight, the one that just well, won. Yeah, the thing is that it, I forgot about it because it was... Uh, what was it? Because of the title. Mm. And how just uninformative it is. <laughs> and then last year was a weird year. I think... Probably the movies were better. I think Can't, last year was a better year for movies overall. Yeah. Can't we have a better titling system? Can we just get rid of one-word titles? Oh, I kind of like one-word titles. Because unless, <laughs> unless it was directly about that thing, it doesn't really work. Because Moonlight... <laughs> or... Spotlight. How about things with light? One word titles with light in it. I don't know. But uh, it's it's weird because you can't get a good understanding about what a film is with just a single word. I think but that's sort of part of the... The charm of it? I guess. Our, charm's not the right word, but it's kind of... The draw. It's a good thing of it because then you go, oh, I'm going to go see this movie called Moonlight. I have no idea what it's about. Yeah. I'll go and see it. But can can we have kind of fresh eyes? Can we have something? I mean, I mean, even meaningless titles like "The Light Between Oceans." That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine because at least I I have more than just some one word to say. Or a monster calls. I can remember these titles because it's uh, a collection of words in a memorable way, uh, set up in a memorable memorable way. <laughs> Yeah, but having things like spotlight or whatever, it's very difficult to Moonlight. remember. Fences. Fences. Lion. Lion. Yeah. I want to see that. That's the only one I have no access to yet. Okay. It hasn't. I don't think it's ever gonna come. It's so our it's in... our neck of the woods. Uh, oh yeah, no. I mean like. Ann Arbor, I guess, is the closest it would be. Yeah, Ann Arbor, but... Uh, no, I'm not going to Ann Arbor. I think I invited you to go to Ann Arbor one time uh, to watch a film. And it was, I think, an hour before the film was yeah. about to start. And well, the thing is that I had, like, two tickets. And the person that was supposed to go with me uh, was doing something else at the time. And I and I personally forgot about the showing. And, and then I looked at my phone and I... Or I looked at something and that instantly reminded me that I had I had a movie to watch that day. And I just <laughs> thought, oh, crap, I need to go right now. <laughs> so I, I asked you to come along and then you were... And then you said no. I missed about I... half an hour of the film. It was about... I. It was either an hour long or 90 minutes long, so I missed about half of the film. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was, uh, yeah. I think you would have enjoyed it, though. If, like, if Did you get tickets beforehand? I got tickets about a few months beforehand. Like, was it all sold out? 
What? Um... Like, did you need to have gotten tickets months beforehand for this? Whatever it was? Uh, I think so. When I got there, it pretty much all the seats were taken, so... And I had to find, like, an open seat. So, yeah. If I got there earlier, I would have gotten this promotional poster and shit. <laughs> and I feel very jealous of the people who got it, and I didn't. See, all of that so. sounds super stressful to me. <laughs> I can't just make rash decisions like that. I make rash decisions all the time. I got a pair of glasses, even though I don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. <laughs> what well, what were we saying? Uh, yeah, we were talking. Oh, about... Lion isn't available. Yeah. Like Lovey never came. Yeah. So I had to, I had to find a way to see it, and I'm just gonna say that I did. I did find a way. Well, let's not say life, how you found it. How life you... finds a way. It's I did the old Jurassic Park. Yeah, okay. yeah, right. Yeah, we don't have to say how we found something. We'll just say that we act, we act, had access to it. It was just there, you know. I'm just watching something. I don't. We I don't had know where access it to from. it through legal means. Let's just say. I mean, if it was legal, why? I mean, I just you know press play. That's all. Yeah. I didn't do it. I didn't, there was no downloading involved at all. Yeah. Right. So yeah, we we accessed it through legal means. That's all of the things that we've watched, by the way. So, <laughs> so and for from the past, for the present, and into the future, we will always mm -hmm. be accessing our media legally. So, like when I said I saw Ouija, like on DVD, yes. like a month before it came out on DVD, <laughs> I just you know, yeah. I don't know. Somehow I just got it. I I can't. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, mm. no Rogue One. Oh, yeah, it got nominated for... For what? Visual effects, and I think one of the sound categories. Either mixing or editing. Sound? <laughs> there's two different Because one is... One is what sounds... Are put in. And then the other one is how they're... Put in? Used. <laughs> or how they're mixed... How they're, but how, that, how but they're the mix because there's sound editing and sound mixing. Right. I mean, th isn't that the same thing? No. Well, there's different people. So. Oh, oh, okay. There's different people involved. All right. Fine. So I think mixing is how it's mixed and editing is the sounds. Right. So, but then La La Land got nominated for both because usually musicals just get mixing. Yeah. But then maybe the sounds themselves in the movies aren't. And the musicals aren't as impressive, so they don't get nominated for that one. I'm but gonna, La La Land got nominated for... I'm going to tell you right now, all the sounds that we make that isn't just our voices, that's that's best editing right there. Cause, <laughs> that's because of me. <laughs> yes. So that air conditioner that you heard a few minutes ago, yes, that was totally me. <laughs> hey, it's like... 30 degrees out <laughs> i'm keeping the i'm keeping the heat on okay <laughs> yeah but uh yes what else is there to say is there any other nominations i feel like we're missing a few because out of like movies that are nominated uh as out of uh categories that is what oh I'm well there's about. a lot of categories like there's production design cinematography right. but Really, there isn't that many other movies that got... I guess there's screenplay. That's where some... Oh, yeah. Original and uh, 
was it original and uh adapted adapted screenplay yes so then basically it's just the usual suspects the best picture nominees and then yep. <clears throat> uh nocturnal animals 20th century women and the lobster also got screenplay nominations oh the lobster yeah oh boy a lot of people like that movie more than me yeah okay and you know i'm fine with that you know it's just it wasn't to my taste i'm glad that it is to some people's tastes all right that's that's fine What about the shallows? The shallows. No, nothing. nothing. Nominated for nothing. All right. Or we could go. We could say movies that were nominated for nothing. Okay, sure. Like the like Oscar bait ones that oh, were nominated okay. for nothing. Okay. Like the Light Between Oceans. Yeah. Or Rules Don't Apply. Warren Beatty's 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 yeah. the Triumphant Return. That bombed at the box office and it was nominated for zero Oscars. Ben Hur, the new one. I saw that. It's not nearly as good as the original, but I love the original. It's a great film. I never saw the original, but uh, Morgan Freeman's in it. He's the best part of it. Is he Jesus? In no, it? he's oh. uh, like the Sheik. Okay. Um, and he kind of he gets. Now, that his role is like a, a role from the original is kind of like he's basically he has like two he's like the amalgamation of two different characters uh, okay. like they kind of streamlined it okay which kind of cuts a lot out of the movie yeah. that I think is kind of interesting and important but yeah I guess I mean when you make a a Jesus story into an action film this <laughs> And they kind of, and Jesus is a character in the remake a lot more than in the original. Because in the original, you kind of just, he's kind of off to the side. Alright. And you kind of see his hand or something. Okay. And that's sort of the point of it. So like making Jesus a supporting character oh, kind of is also, beside the point. Also, Gods of Egypt. What was that last year? You know, no one knows. <laughs> it just exists. It exists out in the void. Yeah. Um, uh, Deepwater Horizon got a couple technical nominations. Okay. Wasn't there? And Sully. Sully got one sound Ooh. nomination. Ooh. Oh, take that. Whatever. I like Sully. Whatever your director's name is. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Clint Eastwood. I like the song that your name is the title for. <laughs> Sang by the gorillas. Yep. I oh, and then <laughs> I should bring up this random thing. Or I don't know if I should, but I'm okay. going to. Alright, go ahead. There's um There's this movie called The Shack that I saw a trailer before okay. before the movie The Founder with uh Michael Keaton as the McDonald's. Oh yeah, guy, right. which and that's that movie was pretty good. I then, heard about that movie. Yeah. Uh, so it's called The Shack, and uh, our favorite old uh, original clone Sam Worthington oh, is in it. The Sam, the original think, Sam Worthington clone. Oh my gosh. Who is Sam Worthington? And I think it was my brother 
who said he thought it was Clint Eastwood's son, Scott Eastwood, the whole in the trailer. <laughs> so we found a new clone. Oh Scott Eastwood is the new clone. <laughs> so he joins Jai Courtney and uh Yep. Uh, who else is there? Oh, it's, it's the buff, almost bald, white dude that lacks any sense of charisma. Yeah. <laughs> Is basically how we judge them as clones of each other. Was it Sam Worthington that was in a Avatar? Yes. Okay. And then I think he was in Hacksaw Ridge. But it might have been one of his clones. I'm I'm not sure. And he and there was there was two of them in uh in Suicide Squad, right? Yeah, Joel Kinnaman, who's sort of <laughs> in a more interesting. He's a little skinnier. Right. <laughs> he's a little... I think I think the one that we said was the best Sam Worthington clone was a uh, uh, Magic XL or something like that. Magic Mike. Channing Tatum. Yeah, Channing Tatum. I think we said that he was the best one. The best Sam Worthington clone because he actually has charisma. <laughs> oh, man. Man. You know, you know when there's too many white people in Hollywood <laughs> when there's a term called Sam Worthington clone? <laughs> And then there's even ones that don't even look like him, but are still... Are as memorable. Or it's like (laughs) the white guy that they've decided is the new blockbuster man. Like there's Army Hammer and Taylor Kitsch. Yes. Or Aaron Taylor Johnson is sort of in that category too. Yes. They're all just in that same area. (laughs) Yeah. And speaking of Aaron Taylor Johnson, he won the Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor for Nocturnal Animals and did not get nominated at the Oscars, but his co-star Michael Shannon was nominated, and that's the correct thing to do because Michael Shannon gave the better performance in that movie, so the Oscars got that one right. Okay, so uh, wasn't there that one movie by um, where, where Adam Driver was in it? The one about the kid? About the kid. Uh, is he a bus driver in it? Is that the one you're thinking of? Adam, uh, is who is Adam Driver, first of all? He Ky- is Kylo Ren. Okay, yes, that is the person I'm thinking of, right. Okay, He so, was in a Jim Jarmusch movie called Patterson. I was thinking of... He uh, was also in Silence. Yeah, yeah, I'm interested in Silence, but I'm talking about, um... There was one movie about, like, this kid with superpowers Oh, Midnight Special. Yeah, was is that... Yeah, that? and then, yeah, and then uh, Michael Shannon's in that. Okay, so that one did not get nominated either. No, but the director also directed Loving oh, okay. this year, and so, that got a Best Actress nomination for Oh, Ruth you Nega. mean that was last year then? No, they both came out this year. Oh. But he made, like, Midnight's, Midnight Special was delayed several times in being released. Oh, okay. So, all right. And that was good. Did I talk about that on here? I don't think so, because uh, we didn't we didn't have this... Yeah. Or maybe we did and I just didn't talk about it. Yeah. Because it's sort of, it's good. It's interesting how it's it's structured, sort of, how you kind of learn what's going on as the movie's going on. Like, it's not all, mm. the exposition isn't presented to you right at the beginning. Right. I kind of, I'm interested in watching more Adam Driver 
uh, and Adam Driver is good in it because I don't know he seems like a really interesting actor from what I saw out of uh, Kylo Ren. But that's so just are you are you gonna watch Girls because he's he's in Girls? Oh no, <laughs> no I'm, I'm not no. gonna watch any no. TV shows. No, thank Sorry, you. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch any TV shows. Are you gonna watch uh, This Is Where I Leave You? He's in that. Is that a TV show or something? No, it's a movie. Yeah. With a bunch of TV actors in it, see. Oh man, it's like a family dramedy. If I get if I get to it, then yeah, sure. But um, just uh, the ones that are the interesting ones are Silence and um, and Midnight Special. So. And Patterson, he's supposed to be really good in. All right, that's good. And Jim Jarmusch is an interesting. Like, oh, and director. by the way, we did have the uh, and in a follow up to the Rogue One, uh episode carrie fisher did not get nominated for anything wait no that's no that's That's gonna be next year that's gonna be next year Ooh, that means think about it that means there's still time all right now here's a question (laughs) could peter cushing have been have been nominated for for rogue Rogue one One? theoretically Theoretic. Or would the or would the person who was the body be nominated? That that's a very interesting question. I mean, all here's the thing though. It's which... but then it's more the question of can Andy Serkis be nominated for playing like Gollum? Didn't he? No, he didn't. Okay. But then there's but then back when Life of Pi came out, someone like wrote an article of like could the tiger be nominated? Well, if Andy Serkis can be nominated, why can't? Why couldn't the tiger be nominated? Was the tiger talking at all? No. Oh, ooh, that's interesting then. That like, that is an interesting. I guess, thing. but you could say is that visual effects? But then is all mocap performances also just visual effects, or are they performances? I think it's. I would consider it as a as performances. And then there there was a question of you need to you need to be good, really good at it, or mm-hmm. you need to have like certain like ticks for the character in order for it to then, work. Should Scarlett Johansson have been nominated for her? It was just a voice. Yeah, yeah. And any voice actor. Yeah, like voice really, actor. Yeah, there probably sh- there should there at should least, be a category. Yeah, for, for voice best actor. voice actor. Yeah. I mean, that would definitely put because uh, currently the voice actors guild is on strike, or maybe it's not anymore. I'm not entirely sure. It's the last time I checked. It was they were still doing that, um, but they were on strike because of um, what was it? Uh, low payments issues and stuff like that. And isn't that a lot to do with like the video game? That has a lot stuff. to do with the video game stuff. Yeah, as more so about video game industry stuff than it is about anything else. But then there's a the thing of if it's a foreign film that's animated, would you would uh, the original voices be nominated, or if there's like a dubbed? version well whichever one you think is better is is the thing but honestly dubbed stuff is usually not that great yeah dub stuff isn't good yeah they're english usually, dubs are dumb they're, <laughs> they're usually either uh too reserved or too over the top so yeah actually that that is the exact thing that i was gonna say but um, you can look at like there's that uh secret world of arietti whatever that movie was called yeah right and then you have will arnett Who's like the father right. person in it, and he's just very yeah. monotone and kind of quiet. Yeah. And then you have Amy Poehler as the mom, who's all like, Wah! "Yeah, that's the thing is that um, what we consider what we consider as good. There's a difference um, in cultures, I guess, Eastern 
acting. This is more so than just voice acting, but just acting in general. Uh, Eastern acting is much more focused on expressing emotion and, in a sense, overacting. And then Western acting, what we decide is a good performance, is underacting. Mm-hmm. In, in Western Hemisphere related things. So, yeah. When, and when you try to dub something, it becomes a bit of an issue because now you're having random people who are speaking in English and they're overacting and it just sounds horribly wrong because <laughs> what you just, because, you know, the Western Hemisphere has said good acting is underacting, but you're overacting here, so clearly it's bad. But if you underact, then suddenly it doesn't mesh well with the uh, with the uh, the animated feature or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yes, dubs are fucking stupid, <laughs> especially like yeah. the big uh, big name celebrity casts. I think just oh, don't yeah. really work because they're not voice actors. Mm-hmm. The most voice acting that they've done is ADR, or they've done just like an animated movie. Well, they yeah, play like a dog or something. Right. I mean, the be- uh, yeah. But I guess you don't even like. You don't really even like American, or like English-made animated movies with. I'm big name like because you didn't really you didn't like Matthew McConaughey in uh in yeah Kubo. he's pretty bad in it but uh but it's I mean things like like Toy Story with Tom Hanks he gives a wonderful performance in that and. Uh, I think I think a lot of the Pixar stuff gives a one. Well, actually, I'll just say Toy Story gives <laughs> really good performances because uh, some because Finding Nemo was, uh, <laughs> and um, I don't know. I was like, the more that I think about Pixar movies and their voice acting, the really the only good one is is the Tom Hanks, uh, as. Mm. Because I'm trying to think of other things. Like, Owen Wilson was terrible, but I think that might be a part of the movie, too. Or in part to the movie being terrible. Mm-hmm. And then, um, what else is there? Hmm. Maybe, like, nothing. are they good in, like, A Bug's Life? Um, I don't quite re- I don't like even. Dave Foley? I really don't even remember anything from Bug's Life. Kevin Spacey is the, is the bad guy. Yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of, uh, what was it? Wally? That one, like, that one, no, it's really bad. What, if it like was, the humans? Yeah, humans. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah, the humans were terrible. Uh, yeah. Inside Out was not... Did you see Inside Out? I did not see Inside Out. I actually haven't seen the uh, more recent Pixar movies. Yeah, I think that's the only one that I've seen. And then yeah. before that was probably, like, Monsters University. Yeah. I mean, Monsters, Inc. is probably... I mean, that's my favorite Pixar movie, I think. Yeah, Monsters, Inc., uh, the main, uh, the eyeball guy was, what was it? Billy Crystal? Billy Crystal, yeah. That one's good. That one's good. Yeah. And The Incredibles is... Yeah, that's... that. What? What? Sits all right. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, the thing is that I was going to mention The Incredibles with uh, just... I don't remember anything about (laughs) it. Like, or I don't remember anything in terms of voice acting. Like, nothing was particularly interesting about that. Uh, yeah, the only thing in, in terms of English voice acting for animated features is Tom Hanks and his... What uh, about, like, Robin Williams? Uh, as... The genie? 
the genie oh well yeah that one that one's also pretty good um let's see robin williams is the genie and tom hanks uh i was gonna say that um alan uh the buzz Lightyear. tim allen tim allen uh I was going to say that he had a really good um, chemistry with Tom Hanks, but not necessarily good at at voice acting is Mm. the thing. So, yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm sure I can think of other voice acting roles that I've liked a lot. Well, yeah, but those are children's films. A lot of them are. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are not. Like Sausage Party was bad all around. Bad all the time. I mean, if we talk about things like Samurai Jack or Dexter's Laboratory, I mean, I think I've, I always love Dexter's voice actress, <laughs> female voice actor. I'm pretty sure it's a female voice actor. Yeah, I would. Yeah. That's what I would think. Yeah. And, and SpongeBob has a very interesting voice actor. Uh, yeah, those are all good, but none of them are going to be nominated for anything. Oh, not because of... Not because of the Hollywood system or anything, but because I just don't think they're good enough. Hmm. <laughs> have you have you seen the? Um, I think a good representation of what I'm talking about is uh, the dub for um, the raid. There's a dub. There's a dub of the raid, or actually both of them, the two movies. Yeah. Hmm. See, that's and the they're way- terrible. That's the weird thing is that for some reason, like a live action movie, I would never think to listen to an English dub. Yeah. But for an animated movie, for some reason that I'm like, well, I got to look at the visuals so I can't just be reading the whole time. (laughs) But you could say the same thing for. Yeah. It's I mean, uh, I guess this is kind of also in part to how I grew up, because uh, in Chinese television in particular, uh, Hong Kong television there, no matter what, there's always subtitles at the bottom, even if it's Chinese to Chinese. <laughs> so, uh, and sometimes they have they have uh, Chinese like voices, and then um, Chinese subtitles, and then uh, English subtitles right under that. So there's three languages <laughs> on screen, and I kind of grew up with that because that's always what's being what's been shown to me so i've never had an issue with subtitles but yeah that's kind of my thing but yeah i mean i would love to see a voice actors or best voice actor award but i'm sure there is but not like not not, with the oscars but i'm sure there's some sort of there's probably like they probably have like a guild or something right i'm i'm yeah the voice i'm pretty sure there's a voice actors guild but um I'm pretty sure the Japanese Oscars also has it because there is a Japanese Oscars, but um, because they have uh, animated features as uh, one of their primary things. Uh, yes, Kaon won one of them, but uh, that's a animated movie. Um, uh, I would love to see a English or the. American Oscars because that's the most important one to have a voice actor award and then it only being nominated with Japanese voice actors because <laughs> because really why would you ever do anything with um what was it uh 
Christian Bale as Howl in Howl's Moving Castle, or uh, Miley Cyrus. No, it was her sister. Her sister? She has a sister that was in one of the uh, Ghibli films. Hmm. She was she was a character in one of the Ghibli films, and yeah. Well, speaking of, since we've been speaking of animated movies, yes. maybe we should go over best animated feature. Kubo. Yep. And there's... Trolls. Nope. Okay, good. Because I was... Oh, let's see if you can guess any of the other ones. Uh, I don't even know if there are any other ones. There... Two Disney movies are nominated. Uh, Disney movies. Ah, oh, crap. Um... <laughs> One's a musical, and then one uh, has talking animals. One is... Oh, The oh. Secret Life of Pets. No. And, um... <laughs> like anthropomorphized animals. Anthropomorphized animals... It came out earlier. Oh, you mean uh, the the zoo thing? Yeah, Zootopia. You're right, and uh, and then the musical oh. and the rock is in it. And oh, right, Moana. Mm-hmm. And is that it? Then there's two other ones. They're both uh, foreign, foreign language. It's oh. the Red Turtle and My Life as a Zucchini. Oh, all right. Hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Kubo's going to get that one. Oh, I'm pretty sure Zootopia is going to get that one. Oh, really? People loved Zootopia. And it was good. Yeah. Not as good. Kubo, I think, more and more. Like, that might just be my top movie of the year, honestly. Really? Or of last year now, I guess. Really? But, uh... <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I would I would imagine it's Kubo, because it's, it's I think, Laika's last film before they go full uh, digital effects. Really? Yeah. They're not going to do uh, stop motion anymore, is what well, then they what's, said. Like, what's the point, then? What do you mean? Well, because I feel like their calling card is the stop motion. Like, it's not the stories, really. Yeah. Who cares about the box trolls? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's all... It, yeah, they've been... Their craft is the stop motion, but this is apparently their last film, so... Yeah. So they should just kind of shut down that, I think. Yeah, I guess. I mean, this. I mean, the Kubo film did bomb, though, too. But I mean, like all of them have bombed. I think. Yeah. Well, I think the. I think the problem is that uh, Kubo was the most financially um, uh, oppressive. It's like, but it was also their best one. Like it's. Yeah. So yeah. maybe they should just end it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but what are they gonna do then? Computer animated, but it looks like it's stop motion. Like that's probably. Because in Ard Ardman Ardem, they did that flushed away movie, and it they made it look like it was claymation, but it was not claymation. Okay, well, I don't know. Yeah, and that was a co-production, I think, with uh, DreamWorks. Okay. Uh, anyone out there who was sitting there <laughs> thinking that? What? Because, uh, yeah, I'm sure there, we just have a bunch of listers who are going, that, what, that wasn't an Armin movie, that was a DreamWorks movie. Oh, okay. Well, I don't really care. I mean, I don't, I don't pay attention to the movie world as much as you do, or the industry side of things as much as you do. I guess. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I pay attention because sometimes there's a bit of drama to things and I kind of enjoy watching that stuff. But, <laughs> that's, but besides that, there's not really much to say. I mean... So then, it looks like the only movie didn't mention... I guess there's... You want to go over visual effects? Because I think you've seen 
Some of these. Yeah, sure. So there's Kubo. Right. Doctor Strange. Okay. Rogue One. Okay. Um, I mean, the first two are pretty good contenders, uh, but for different reasons, I guess. Kubo is a good contender mostly because it was, uh, it's practical effects, and you're like, oh, I wonder how they did that. And then Doctor Strange was more so just, oh, here's some crazy visuals. Then it was Jungle Book. And... I guess I having a... I think it was Deepwater Horizon was the fifth one? I guess having uh, animals talk in with human mouths, I guess, well, is interesting. Well, just the animals altogether were all... Right. Computer animated. Right, yeah. And they looked real. Did they? I guess. I don't know. I saw the trailer and it was... It was very fake looking to me. Hmm. I guess, but isn't everything. If if you're looking for it, like that move, that movie, like especially, is almost like daring you to like. Yeah, it is. Look and see, like, well, it doesn't look completely realistic. Yeah, it's yeah, that's like the difference between like the visual effects between uh, what was it, Doctor Strange and uh, Rogue One, is that Doctor Strange are much more acceptable. I or I, I accept it a lot more than Rogue One mm-hmm. because it's not asking me to to defy something that I already know. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Rogue One, it specifically says, "You know that this character is or that this actor is dead, but we're going to have <laughs> we're going to have you try to accept that he's still alive for this film." Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of creates a dissonance. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I think it was Deepwater Horizon was the other one. Yeah. Wasn't that a horror movie or something like that? No, that's the oil oil rig oh, explosion right. movie. Right, the oil rig. But thing. it might have been Fantastic Beasts might have been the fifth one. That where got to, nominated for a couple things. And where to find them? Oh. Yeah. Okay. No, just just the Fantastic Beasts part, not the finding. Oh, okay. And that movie was... I liked that movie. I heard about it. Because do you like Harry Potter? I read it, and I liked it when I read it. But then after, I think, I think when I found Fate, I was, I think I, I got a lot more interested in that. Because, uh, <laughs> there's this interesting discussion on the internet, because it's, it's like, what if the Order, Order of the Phoenix versus the Holy Church... <laughs> and then it's just like it's like the holy church obviously like any if any wizard versus any mage like the mage would just win because just how magic works so differently in the fate universe it works so much faster mm-hmm. so 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 everybody on the on the harry potter side would just die instantly <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sort of in the same boat yeah. harry potter you just found something better? Yeah. Yeah. And then, it's almost my one hipster kind of thing. Like, yeah, ah, a Harry Potter. That's too mainstream for me. I'm too cool for Harry Potter. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, Harry Potter was is pretty good, but I think a lot of it is tied to um, kind of like childhood and growing up with it. Because mm-hmm. I watched both the films and read the books. Uh, but, um, I mean, the films are... No, they're bad. The films are really bad, except for the third one. I think I like. I knew you were gonna one. say that. I I, th- I like the third one as the book and the um. Uh, and the I film. Have you seen all the movies? Yes. 
I've only seen the first four. Right. All the way through. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, the third one was... I don't know. I, I think the reason why I kind of liked the third one the best was that it was the start of darkness, I guess, of the... Uh, of the the franchise where it's and then, where, but it's also sort of still a standalone thing too yeah it was a it was a complete it wasn't a complete victory was the thing it was like oh we were victorious but we still lost a few things and then later on it becomes we're losing a lot of things now mm-hmm. <laughs> and now we have to go camping yep they're still camping Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but yeah uh, I don't know what else to say about that. Should we maybe think about uh, maybe the Oscars in general? I pretty much don't like it. Like, per- like personally, I don't really care because it's it's not about nomination based on quality. It's nomination based on who sucks up to the voters, the voters in the Oscar guild, I guess, the most. Because I remember when uh, Madoka Magica didn't get nominated, and I'm very bitter about it. That was in 2012, I think. And uh, that was that was the year when Frosted came out. Frozen? Frozen. <laughs> but see, Frozen's really good, though. Frozen and uh, the Ghibli movie, um, The Wind Rises. Mm-hmm. Uh, where those two were out, and then Madoka Magica was at the same time. Was that even on the shortlist? No, that. Uh, oh, what do you mean the shortlist? It wasn't nominated, was what I'm saying. But they make a shortlist that you have to choose. Oh, it from. was. It was. There, it was on the shortlist, but it didn't get to the nomination though. So that one was supremely the better movie than either of those two films. Yeah. And it didn't get nominated. So I think that was when I just kind of gave up on the Oscars altogether. Because it was just dumb. I mean, there was clearly the best, and they didn't go for it. So See, but that's the thing. Like, you don't look for it. In terms the... of quality? Yeah. Yeah. I-, I get it. But You have to know that. Like, I think the problem is that there's... There's people that don't... Or, or no, but people keep realizing that, but it's like... I feel like the collective consciousness already kind of has. People keep thinking they have this new thought of, wait a minute, the, the Oscars don't really matter. It's like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I, but I, I wanted it to give a little bit of prestige to that particular franchise or to that director in particular because I really like that director. <laughs> Akiyuki Shimbo. Yes. But yeah. Um, so I just have not paid attention to the Oscars unless I watched some amazing anime film. And then, and then I just hope that it gets onto the list, but then it just doesn't. Uh, I heard about Your Name, which is the film currently not getting onto the list. And I didn't watch it yet, but it's also from a director that I really like. Uh, I don't remember his name, but he also directed, uh, Summer Wars if you ever heard of that or Digimon the first film I've heard of that oh was it it's called Our War Game where there's or uh, the girl who leapt through time hmm yeah that sounds interesting Makoto something Shinkai no 
But uh, yeah, there's all of his films are has a very distinct art style, and it's and you can say that whenever they go into the tech technology side of the uh, of the story, it almost has the same kind of art. <laughs> it looks very similar to his other films in in terms of that. There's um Wolf Children too. Uh, that one has a really good uh, sequence in it. This one-shot sequence in the, about the passage of time ends really good. Um, hmm. Is that it? But yeah, I'm really interested in your name because uh, Ki, uh, or also known as Kimi no Nawa uh, because it is the most successful animated film of in Japan, or either of all time or in Japan, so, yeah. Currently, that is, so, yeah. Uh, I've, I've seen all the Best Picture winners, so I've seen all of them. Yeah. And I've kind of watched all of them in a big, like, marathon, I guess, a year or two ago. Okay. And then I've ranked all of them. Okay. So maybe I'll do... I'll do, like, the top... 10, mm. bottom 10, maybe, or bottom 5. Alright. And just see. So, the number 10, the yep. 10th best best picture movie winner of all time mm. is uh, In the Heat of the Night. Have you ever, uh... Wait, no, that's number 8. Number 10 is Gone with the Wind. And number 11 is West Side Story. And in retrospect, I probably would have flipped those, because I like West Side Story better. Okay. And that's a musical. Right. And Gone with the Wind is kind it's of, also a is, musical. No, what? but it's it's a big epic, and it's sort of Gone with the problematic. Wind. It's the this like the Civil War. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of a different movie then. All right, never mind. <laughs> I was because I I was thinking of something completely different. <laughs> I was thinking of World War Two. <laughs> World War Two musical. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. I don't know what it's called, but yeah, go on. Uh, number nine is Shakespeare in Love, and that's just really? personally because I love that movie. Really, I love it really. So it deserved to win over Saving Private Ryan. Saving really? Private Ryan. Oh my gosh! Is nothing compared oh to Shakespeare in Love. You I are love so, it so weird. Much. I you, love you a good like period piece romp. Oh, it's so great. No. Oh my gosh. No, that movie was just terrible. I love it. I love it so much. I don't know. I actually don't understand that. That movie was actually <laughs> awful. It makes me so happy. Oh my it's gosh. such a great film. All right, whatever. All right, number eight is In the Heat of the Night. All right. Have you heard of that? No, that one's actually one I haven't heard it's, of. Uh, have you ever heard the quote, they call me Mr. Tibbs? No. Sorry. I've heard of... Oh, that's a famous movie quote from that movie. I heard of I'm a locksmith and I'm a locksmith. I don't know what that means. That's a... That's a movie. <laughs> and then there's Best Years of Our Lives. It's a World War II soldiers coming home movie and kind of them dealing with getting back into society. That's really good. Okay. Uh, number six is 12 Years a Slave. Okay. Which... Have you seen that or did you not see it? Uh, I did not see it, but I know of it. It's a torture porn, I guess. I guess, but people are just, people are such It's wimps. torture porn in the sense that, uh, that one movie that we saw together was also torture porn. The mm -hmm. one about the Japanese. Un Unbroken. Unbroken, yeah. That and has that... a pretty dissatisfying ending, to be perfectly frank. <laughs> and then that one, 
people it's weird that people kind of poo-pooed that movie but then they like like hacksaw ridge because they're basically the same really really good people kind didn't of, like that no i i i've liked unbroken yeah but... <laughs> i think it's it's better than hacksaw ridge because it's not as corny yeah I mean, the ending has a bit of an issue with it, but that's, like, a very personal thing. And I don't even remember the ending, so yeah. it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Well, it's more so it lacks a certain scene. There's a mm. one scene that they just don't have that I think was kind of necessary for it to have in order for it to work completely well, but it didn't have it, so that's why I remember it. But yeah, go on. Yeah, and then 12 Years a Slave, it's just a movie that people say, like, oh, but I could never watch it again. It's like... I've watched it twice. I can watch it again. It's you can really never, good. You can never watch, what was it? Uh, Requiem for a Dream again. That's a movie that you can't watch again because it, it gets rather disgusting near the end. It makes you feel dirty hmm. and awful. Makes you feel like a horrible person. But yeah, anyways, go on. All right, number five is The Hurt Locker. Okay. Really good. It's better than Avatar, to be frank. Oh, yeah. Well, I think... I never saw The Hair Locker, but... <laughs> I wonder if all of those movies were better than Avatar? Every movie is better than I Avatar. I mean, of the nominees, because <laughs> there's ten. I guess, is The Blind Side better than Avatar? I have not seen The Blind Side, but... You know what? Avatar was really bad, so... <laughs> but now, what? Disney World, Animal Kingdom, they have a whole Pandora land. That probably was a mistake. Yeah. Especially when people are saying they just had two huge hits with the Jungle Book and Zootopia, which have animals in it. And they could have had a whole land based around that in Animal yeah. Kingdom. Yeah. And now they have Avatar World. Ugh. Yeah. All right, number four, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, that's a good one. And that's one that is, it's different from almost every other yeah, Best Picture winner. Yeah, because that's just a winner. horror movie, and that generally just doesn't happen. And it's really, like, tightly made and paced, and it just, it goes by in a flash. Yeah. Compared to a lot of other Best Picture winners that are three-hour-long epics about, like, yeah. General Patton or Gandhi. Yeah. And it's all, like, ugh. And it's all kind of masturbatory in a way. And it's sort of diminishing returns with them, because, like... Because the more you watch Say, it. like, Lawrence of Arabia, the act break is he journeys, like, across the desert to finally get back to civilization, and then you get to Patton, and the act break is... He slaps a soldier in the face and gets in trouble for it. And it's kind of like, oh, well, this isn't as, this isn't quite as epic as some of the past ones. Yeah. All right, number three is Bridge. Bridge on the River Kwai. On the, yeah. Not over. Bridge on the River Kwai. Yeah, I, I think I heard about that one. Yeah. And that's almost a perfect movie, I'd say. And it's also really long and sort of an epic, but... What about Letters to Iwo Jima? <laughs> Never seen it. Okay. Hotel Wanda. Wasn't that nominated for an Oscar? Yeah, I think Don Cheadle was nominated. Okay. And I think a supporting actress from the movie was nominated too. Yeah. From what I remember, that was a good movie. So. Yeah, that was Clint Eastwood. You're bagging on Clint Eastwood. Your favorite movie was directed by him. Oh, that's not, that's not my favorite, <laughs> but I like to bag on Clint Eastwood because he's a dick. But <laughs> I mean, it doesn't mean that I don't like his... Uh, was it double magnum things dirty harry dirty harry unforgiven have you seen unforgiven that's on this list because it won best picture it's somewhere unforgiven is... it's 17 it's pretty high on this list actually Unforgiven. it's a cowboy movie okay sure and morgan freeman and gene hackman are in it sure and it's directed by him 
Clint Eastwood? Yeah, and stars Clint Eastwood. Okay, I, I, can't, I can't even remember. It's from 92? Yes. Okay, so. They won the year after Science of the Lambs. Okay, sure. Why not? Because then Dances with Wolves won 90. Ooh. And that's not good. That's not good. Yeah, that one. All right, number good. two, Annie Hall. Okay. Woody Allen. Great. Best romantic comedy ever. Maybe best comedy ever. Who knows? Okay. And number one is The Godfather. Part one. Not part two. Part one is really? a lot better than part two. Uh, Even though part two is good. I but... like part two. Yeah. I think I think we can all agree that part three was the one that was kind of in a slump. But um, Yeah, even though... I if mean, I had to choose one to watch right now, it would probably be three, just because it, it was shorter, and it feels like there's just there's not as much stuff happening. Yes, but it's also that there's resolution, or I feel like there's more stuff to be found in it. Like really? I kind of know everything that happened. Like I'm because I'm not quite sure like what the plot of three is at the moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's like it would kind of feel new. Yeah, I, I, I guess you can say that. But uh, yeah, and I think maybe just aesthetically like early 90s stuff kind of i have a sort of attraction to it even though it isn't yeah probably as good as filmmaking in the 70s in a lot of ways but oh yeah i guess i mean i don't know and then just that one because francis ford coppola was in a like was like bankrupt and in debt yeah so he had to make that and uh dracula right kind of get it and then it's sort of interesting just to watch those as yeah yeah. And those were kind of his last good movies. Good movies. Yeah. Because now he just makes weird. Before he goes into. Like Twixt. Yeah. And Twixt was weird. That's a very strange movie. Yeah. Well, no, wasn't it that. I think. What was it? That one movie that just broke him. <laughs> because he worked together with. Uh... Oh, uh, what was it? It's the one about um, the Vietnam War thing. Apocalypse Now? Yeah. Well, that was good. That's great. It was it was good because of the ending. The whole thing is great. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. I mean, like, I, I, everything else was, like... It's about good. the journey. Everything else was good, but, like, the ending was what made it, like, really good. The ending was what what kind of upped it. Yeah. Um, what is it? But, yeah. Part two, I think, is better, but um, that's only because I think I really like the idea of the duality between the two main characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Yeah, is that it? Well, wait, and then... Uh, there are other... Like, I have Ben-Hur at 23. Like, see, because I'm, like, reflecting on this list, wondering my reasoning. Like, I'm not sure why I have... So, you just made this list on... A thing? On Letterboxd, where oh. you can make lists of movies and keep track of all the movies you've seen. Oh, okay, cool. That's interesting. Yeah, it's a cool... And then you can, like, follow other people and see what they're watching and stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. It's sort of a social media movie site, I guess. It's you'd... a social media VND... Or... It's a network, I guess you'd say. Oh, it? It's a, a IMDB? Right, yes. It's a social network IMDB. There. Hmm. Yes. Like, I have I have Rocky and Return of the King ahead of Ben-Hur. And I guess so at the time, I must have been really impressed by those. Then I have Chicago at 24. 
I don't know why that's so the thing, high. The thing is that, like, you know, the more that we look back on Lord of the Rings, just the worse it becomes. But then <laughs> I had watched that. Like, I watched them generally in order from, like, the 20s up to today. Right. So that was one of the last ones I watched. Right. And I don't know, I must have liked it. Uh, yeah. But then Amadeus at 25. Amadeus is probably the best epic, like, biopic all right. About Mozart. And it kind of... Because a lot of times the biopics just are a presentation of the yeah. person's life without much thematic, like, oh. narrative material. So... But Amadeus actually has, like, a point so, and themes other other than just, here's this guy who was a composer. Yeah. So, so funny thing. Amadeus, Mozart, is in a... Is a caster. He's, he's considered as a caster. So, interesting. Yes. And does he does he fart like in the movie? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. He does use a composing. He does use a baton, but um, what was it? I think Marie Antoinette is considered <laughs> is considered as a rider. Does she ride on like a cake or something? Uh, no, she rides on like this crystal horse thing. But uh, yeah, it goes really weird. It gets really weird. So yeah. And there's a bunch of other movies. Yeah. So I'll just say the bottom, bottom, and see if you've heard of any of these movies. All right. And you probably no, probably haven't. not. The artist. No, that's that's probably in the middle. Okay. Well. Right. Uh, the worst best picture mo- film of all time. Yeah. Is uh, Out of Africa, with Meryl Streep and Robert Redford. Oh boy, our favorite actor. See, because here's the thing: because it's it's a romantic story about a woman mm. who's like she's a colonizer, like she's like I don't know, like a Dutch woman or something, and she moves to Africa. She has a farm in Africa, and then she romances a big game hunter. Oh, see, so that's just oh, isn't that just the most romantic thing ever? No, <laughs> <laughs> two white people. Getting together in Africa and just dominating the place. Yeah, that sounds hilariously fun. All right, yes. And then uh, Cimarron is also really bad. It's like the third movie ever to win Best Picture. Okay. And it's this epic, western, awful, dumb movie. And then Broadway Melody, which is the second film ever to win Best Picture, the first talkie ever to win, and it's. The most, it's so, it's just so basic. Like, it's, it just shows you how, like, there must have been, like, no good movies came out that year. If that was the best one. Yeah. Like, because it's. Yeah. Like, there's, the story, it's so, it's, it's, like, cliched even for 1928. (laughs) (laughs) And then Man for All Seasons, which is uh, based on Thomas More. And yeah. King, one of the King Henry, the whatever. Okay. And then it's all, the king wants to get a divorce, but then he won't, like, okay it. King so Henry all, eight, King Henry seven, Something like that. <laughs> I don't know. And it's just really boring. Yeah. But some people really like it. Okay. And then there's Kramer versus Kramer, which is a... I think I've heard of this one. A divorce drama. And okay. it's... I think a lot of times, like, Movies like that, when they're, like, uh, message movies, Ah. and they seem to be, like, of the times, like, 
in the late 70s, divorce was this horrible thing, and then they had to make this movie about it, and then it's, looking back on it, it's like, ugh. <laughs> and then, Around the World in 80 Days, probably the worst epic ever to win Best Picture. Like, it's just basically like a travelogue movie, and it's yeah. really boring. And then an American whoa, 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 in Paris. Hold on, hold on. Which one is better, though? What the Jackie Chan the one? The Jackie Chan one. I've or never. This? I'm. I'm almost sure the Jackie Chan one has to be better. It has to be. <laughs> it can't be worse than was, the old one. I was. I was like, wait. I know the Jackie Chan one. Because so. because this movie, it's three hours long, <laughs> and then it has one sort of funny moment. Right at the end of the three hours. It's like, you sit through the whole thing, and then I, like, laughed once, right at the end. It's like they had, like, one good joke at the end of the movie. Were they trying to joke all the time, or...? I think it was supposed to be, because it's the guy is, like, the inventor traveler man. Right, And then his sidekick is, like, this... I think he was a comedian, like, of the time. I think from, like, Mexico, I want to say. Chris Farley? And he only had, like, one name, like, so that he was known as, like, this... So he was supposed to be, like, the funny one. Oh. And it didn't work? No. And it's just... And it's just really long. Yeah. And then An American in Paris, which is what's received La La Land's love letter. It's what La La Land's love letter is basically written to. Okay. And it's really dumb. And then Gene Kelly... Like, his character... Like, it's like he's like a 40-year-old man, but he's like, he's so naive and dumb in the movie. Mm. And it's just... Yeah. It's awful. And then, I guess the last two I'll say, The Deer Hunter, which is like a Vietnam 70s movie. Okay. And a lot of people really like it, and I hate it. Alright. And then Slumdog Millionaire is oh, the one at the bottom. Oh, really? Okay. I thought it was alright. It was I, I wasn't... See, so you saw it? I wasn't offended by it because just, it's, it's one of the it's a Bollywood movie and it's and it's it, kind of it's, in its DNA as it as it is so it's like okay that's this is what it is so I don't know I just thought it was like Forrest Gump but in India yeah yeah I guess so those are the worst those are the definitive worst best picture movies and the definitive best all right. What what about uh, Citizen Kane? Uh, that did not win Best Picture. How Green Was My Valley won that year, and it is not a good movie. Uh, what about um? <laughs> what's another one? Uh, what about Pulp Fiction? Forrest Gump won. <laughs> no, 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 not not Pulp Fiction. But um, I was trying to think of another really old movie. What about uh, like Casablanca? Yeah, Casablanca is what I was. That's number say. fourteen. <laughs> oh, okay. And yeah. Birdman was 18. That was the one. That was the newest one at the time. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I should put Spotlight on it because... I it's like... Sort of, no, but it's just of a different time. Like, the I made the list two years ago, so it'd be weird just yeah. plopping a movie randomly into it. Yeah. And it's... Like, I'd almost... I'd have to watch them all again and then put Spotlight yeah. in. Yeah. I, I, I can understand that. And I and I really don't want to watch all of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Oh, so did you want to do the winners? Maybe we should do that or predict. I never even went over any of the movies. How did we get so off track? 
<laughs> because we did. And well, I'm just gonna tell you, La La Land is gonna win Best Picture and it's gonna sweep a lot of the awards. I'm pretty sure that's what's gonna happen because yeah, we're just gonna skip the whole and people race. are gonna because people are gonna check off La La Land and then just check 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 all the way down the line. Well, yeah, that's the thing because it's a lot of like La actors La Land is very self masturbatory type of and it's the one happy movie that they can vote for yeah because the other two top contenders manchester and moonlight are yeah. both super depressing yeah apparently. so yeah so emma stone will win best actress uh casey affleck will probably win best actor or maybe denzel will yeah sneak in and then or boot him out and then uh, Mahersha Ali from Moonlight is going to win Best Supporting Actor. And Viola Davis from Fences is going to win Best Supporting Actress. I'm going to I'm gonna say Denzel Washington for actor. And then, uh, sure, uh, we'll have the La La Land crew take up the rest. And, mm-hmm. yeah. But then hair and makeup. Hair- It'll probably be Star Trek. But I would love it if Suicide Squad won, just so that can Suicide Squad can be an Oscar winner. Could could say Academy Award winning. Uh, yeah. uh, what was it? What, what did they put on the boxes? I don't know. How do they put that stuff on the boxes? Like, or they'll just say like Academy Award winner, and then in like small print they'll say yeah. like for hair yeah. and makeup. Right, right. Because yeah. it seems like oh, Suicide Squad won Best Picture at the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. Academy Award winner. <laughs> I kind of want to see that. All right, but uh, yeah. What else is there? Kubo, I think, is going to win. I hope it wins, but I think Zootopia will. Like, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Kubo because of the whole, like, of last... See, but the thing, thing is, do they really care? I think they've, I think they've done that quite a few times, though. It's like, oh, it's going to be this person's last thing that they're going to be nominated for, so we'll give it to them this time. You know, what, what's his name? Heath Ledger? Uh... Uh, Heath Ledger got one. Um, it was Miyazaki would have gotten one for. Uh, but they already gave him one. But they so gave him didn't... one, so they didn't need to do that. Yeah. And then um, there were some other people I don't quite remember. But now that they're kind of hooked on giving it to Disney, I think they're just going to keep giving it to Disney, like how they kept giving it to Pixar. Oh, I don't like I don't think that because like Brave one. Even though that was... A not good movie. Yeah. And uh, I don't think any of the contenders were good at the time. Frankenweenie was good and Wreck-It Ralph was good. Oh yeah, Wreck-It Ralph was that year, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then what won last year? Because the Lego movie was last year, wasn't it? But it didn't get nominated. It didn't get nominated. And then... Um... Oh, Inside Out won. Was Lego movie the year before that? And then Big Hero 6 won. Yeah, that's what it was. Because Inside Out was last year. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Kubo. Simply because of just the meta way of looking at it as I'm approaching it. Hopefully. Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I wouldn't say hopefully, but I'm just going to say that's probably what's going to happen. So, for me anyways. But but I can also understand your reasoning behind uh, Zootopia. Even though, because technically... Because Kubo and Moana both have another nomination in a different category, and then Zootopia doesn't. Yeah. I thought it was going to get a, an original screenplay nomination, but then it didn't. Oh, alright. Uh, yeah, then screenplay, I guess. Soundtrack, 
or something. See, La- that's where La La Land might not win, but if it sweeps, it might pick that up instead of uh, Manchester. Okay. okay. And then Moonlight will win Adapted. Yeah. Or Fences, dude. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. What else is there? Sound editing, sound mixing. I think La La Land will just... Because all like the actors will just check La La Land off, not even knowing anything about what sound is. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. Actors also are part of the voting process. Because, uh... yeah, for the winners, everyone votes. Right. But for the nominations, only your spe- like you only fulfill your specific categories, and then best picture. Okay. So it's technically like the actors decided what actors were nominated, and then the sound mixers decided which sound mixing were nominated. Okay. Okay. I guess so. Um, uh, yeah. Visual effects. Um, hmm. I think Jungle Book kind of has it in the bag. Jungle Book? Like, I I, I see Kubo and uh, Doctor Strange being the top contenders. I think Kubo just because it's sort of... The practicalness. And I think, because that might be the best movie out of them. And then, like, last year, uh, Ex, Ex Machina won it. And I think because in part because they really liked the movie. Oh, Oh, I heard that. Even though there was a lot of more, there was a lot of more bigger special effects films in the category. Right. Well, like I felt like if Arrival had been nominated in that category, it had a really good shot at winning, but it didn't get nominated. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm just thinking about this in terms of practical, or not practical, or rather just um, in terms of which one which visual effects allowed me the most mm-hmm. and it's definitely going to would be kubo and i think kubo is also it's like the orange and the basket of apples so it just it'll stand out because yeah. it's animated as opposed to the other ones even though it's stop motion animated so it's even harder than all the other ones mm-hmm. it's hardcore even though you could say that jungle book is almost an animated movie yeah. Yeah. Is there still then, uh, a, is there still a kind of a stigma about visual effects in terms of uh, special effects uh, computerized, or is that gone now? Because I don't know. In terms of uh, so like, what would they put practical effects? Would they see that as? a higher achievement i don't think so i think because probably because most of the people voting in that category are visual visual uh, like computer computer effects effects people so i think they'd probably right for that yeah that that makes a lot of sense okay yeah so it's just everybody in their own category okay because i think that's why people were sort of saying mad max may not have won last year but it oh yeah and it didn't win ex machina won yeah because it was there was so much practical stuff going on that yeah. maybe there wasn't yeah as much for the visual okay effects artists to do yeah i can i can see your argument then i can see why you would make it all right yeah makes sense all right but then stop motion is a whole other like bag of worms because they create all that like each of the frames yeah frames digitally and then like they 3d print it out yeah and then like do the switching out and it's interesting. Yeah. So really, you almost question why they do it 
in the first place. Because but it's then... so much harder. Yeah. It's like it's unnecessary work that's mm-hmm. added on to what you're doing. So yeah. And then I... you wonder. And then you look at the Lego Movie, which looks like like it what? could have been Legos walking around, yeah. except except it's not. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it looks like it, but it definitely doesn't feel. Yeah, but it does give it a certain. It does give it a certain like look, but it def- but you can definitely tell that it's not though. Is the thing for the Lego Movie. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell that they, that that they were going for something like that, but but I guess because Legos are pretty easy to yeah yeah because they're pretty shiny and kind of flat anyway yeah all right and what else is there uh, what's gonna win best animated short I don't know. <laughs> or best live action short I or don't do- even I guess there's documentary but I think the OJ one is gonna win that. Even though technically it's a television, a television show, but they nominated really? it. They nominated it? All right. I was, I was or the Abba DuVernay uh, 13th uh, movie. Oh. That could win. Because oh. it's very of the times and, and she's a filmmaker that is kind of on the rise. Because oh. she did Selma too. So she's not just like a documentary filmmaker. Okay. She's also a feature yeah. Film maker right. two. Yeah. Uh, is, is that it? Yep. Okay. Alright. I guess that's it then. Are we gonna end it now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well then So uh, overall this year. Yeah. Eh, it's kind of a meh year. Yeah, for films, or do you think it's just a meh year for the Oscars? Honestly, I'd I'd kinda say for films in general. Okay, so just not a really good year for films. Uh, I think I would agree with you in that respect, because I guess oh, this is from somebody who didn't watch that many movies. But um, yeah, just a lot of the films that I've just kind of seen through the trailers, through, I guess, uh, word of mouth, it just doesn't seem all that interesting. I mean, uh, except for a few Adam Driver movies, Moonlights, uh See, because everyone, like, you have to say that you're interested in Moonlight. Oh, no, I, I'm actually, I, I am. But it is, because it is really good. Yeah, well, well like, <laughs> says I... says me, no, no, but it is really good, though. Oh, it's so great. Well, no, I, 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 I hear that they have, like, this whole, like, three different main mm-hmm. characters type of thing, and I, I like that. I like that kind of an idea, and I'm interested or in Or three that. different actors playing the... Main character. Yeah, same right, character. Right, right. Yeah, I think that's, like, an interesting concept, uh... I don't know if there's anything else that's kind of grabbed my interest in such a way. Um, because, like, I was not interested in watching Sully at all, or... Well, that's... But I just like plain crash movies. Right, <laughs> right. Or I like the plane that's very thrilling. Like, that and Flight are basically... Right. It's The crash is what you go to see. It's not really the movie around it. Right. And, uh, I don't know, uh, else is there? I'm trying to think of other movies that I'm kind of interested in watching, but I'm not interested in watching Manchester, I'm not interested in, in watching... I mean, Hell or High Water is really good. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then Arrival, I mean, those are both. Yeah, yeah. But those never really grabbed my interest, I guess. Or, that never really said, I want to watch that movie. 
not like something Spotlight or something did. Or... Yeah, because like last year there was Spotlight and The Big Short. Yeah. And Brooklyn and Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. And Room. Those are all movies that I personally wanted to watch. But this year I didn't have anything like that except for Moonlight. And, and then even like The Revenant last year was... Yeah, not The Revenant. I was not interested in watching The Revenant because you know what? Does Leonardo DiCaprio deserve an Oscar? No. <laughs> but You're probably the only person in the world who thought that. But Oh, it, the thing is that Leonardo DiCaprio is good at overacting, but he's in the wrong uh, hemisphere for that. <laughs> he should be doing voiceover in, in Japan. Yeah, pretty much. But, uh, yeah. Or just plain old acting in Japan. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Mm -hmm. And that Meryl Streep movie. <laughs> Hugh Grant was good in it, and he didn't even get nominated. Uh, he was the best part, and he didn't get nominated. Oh, wait, no, no, I'm also interested in watching Collateral Beauty. Oh, God. I'm, I'm just, I'm interested in watching it just because of what I heard about it. And it just sounds like an amazing watch <laughs> it sounds so it sounds like something that i would have a lot of fun with watching so seems like a like a how did this get made yeah movie uh, yeah it'll be on that podcast in the future yeah yeah uh what else is there i guess that's it in terms yep. of all that we wanted to talk about all right so I guess you can check us out on the Twitter. Yes. <laughs> I'm at Pop Culture Loser. And I'm at Declining Prod. Uh, and yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. Is that it? So what, what, what should we sign off with for the Oscar edition 2617? Wait. Which one would this be considered as? It's the 2017 Oscars, but they're that's for the 2016. Yeah, so that's, that's why I'm a bit confused about it. But um, yeah, 2017 Oscars. When is it, anyways? End of February? Okay. So, like, in a month? Do you think the people who vote for this stuff watch all the things in their categories? No. Yeah. I have a feeling that's the case too. That's and then there's people who like because there's this whole there's a whole Oscar blogosphere where yeah. people just write about the Oscars all year round, and then they talk to people. Yeah. And they like, oh, I didn't. I'm not gonna watch that movie. Like Twelve Years a Slave was one where they're like, oh, I, I'm not gonna watch that. Well, I'm gonna vote for it though. <laughs> and then really like because so. Like, there was a bunch of people who thought Meryl Streep and Florence Foster Jenkins was the best performance of the year. Like, really? Oh, okay. Like, they voted for that. That was their... Because I think they get one. Like, you get... One for the nominations, like, you vote for one person. And okay. so, she was... She had among the top five votes for best performance of the year. Okay. Well, then... Like, they must have just watched that movie. Alright. Well, then... I guess that's it. All right. We should, we should think of a sign-off. 
A sign off, a sign off, a sign off. Yes. So, oh, we should be introducing uh, uh, the person who's gonna come up in our on the stage with us, right? I, I, I Desa Malie or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Is I that mean, you? Get you got that closer than Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's good. All right.